But I got to tell you, Mark Spitz, the thing that fascinates me the most about you, for that 2%, 3% you're talking about, is your gifts in psychological warfare. And I, what I mean by that is, I'm on this Fakakta swimming team in New York, the Farakway High School swimming team, idolizing you with my Speedo Mark Spitz shorts. But all the while, what I'm appreciating is my teammates shaving themselves, doing with oils, all kinds of crazy things to be faster. Can you imagine being any of those other swimmers from Russia or wherever they were that were going up against you and you have a mustache? You have this beautiful black hair because you like the way it looked. But psychologically, can you imagine what that must have done to your competitors going, I'm so good. I'm going to actually have extra resistance in the water by having my hair and my mustache. It must have been an unbelievable psychological power that you did unknowingly with this incredible benefit. <laughs> you know, the story about the mustache is funny. Um, you have to go back to oh, 1972, and my coach always wanted all of his athletes at college to look like the clean-cut, right. you know, collegiate All-American boy. And he said, no, you can't have facial hair. Of course, there was never thought of that anybody would have a goatee or a mustache. But if you think about the musical groups, they all had long hair. The Rolling Stones, the Beatles, everybody. Um, and I just was out of spite when I finished my senior year in 1972. I go, well, I don't have to listen to him anymore. And I'm graduating. I'm going to grow this mustache. And it took forever to come in. So I was so proud of this thing after cultivating the thing literally for about three or four months. We went to the Olympic trials in Chicago, and everybody was talking about my mustache. And I realized that if they're talking about my mustache, they're not thinking about how to beat me. So I figured, you know, I might as well keep this thing yeah, and see how it goes. Exactly. And I broke three world records and tied one of my world records in the four individual events that I was going to compete in in mm. Munich about a month later. And I said, well, it worked for me at the Olympic trials. I'll keep it. But on the mm. day before swimming started in Munich, Ugh. we had already run through our allocated time at swimming at the venue. Mm. Uh, they had uh, there's so many different countries that we didn't have enough time to actually practice in the actual real pool that we swam in. So there were a lot of other pools in the city that we could practice in. But I wanted to go there at exactly the evening hours, which our practice times were always in the daytime, mm. to see what the ambient light was like. And there was a Russian team there that was the last group that would be using the pool. Mm -hmm. So I knew a couple of the coaches, and I walked from the village about 15 minutes over to the pool, and I said, can I swim for about 10 minutes? And they said, sure, well, if you can wait a few minutes, I'm going to clear out lane number one for you. And I said, okay, fine. And I was swimming in lane number one, and I noticed that half the coaching staff had actually left, and they were somewhere, but I couldn't figure it out. Um, and all of a sudden, I was looking at these flash bulbs. Um, the, at the end of the pool, there were two big underwater windows so that the television cameras could get the turns. And I realized that half their coaching staff were down there taking pictures of me. So I did this stupid stroke. I mean, just crazy stroke when I got in the view of the windows, figuring I'll throw them off at the scent, you know, of how I swim. So as I finished after this 15-minute session, I came back up. The true story. And they said, you know, my colleagues have never seen you swim personally, but we know noticed underwater, you have a very interesting stroke. You always swim like that. And I, I said, yes, I do. And of course, he translated that very, that very words in, in Russian to them. And they said, well, we have another question. You've got this mustache. Doesn't it slow you down? I go, and I, by the way, I was going back from that particular training session to go shave this mustache off for the ultimate psych for myself. Right. 
And they and I said, no, it doesn't slow me down. They said, how could that possibly be? I said, well, you see this mustache, it deflects the water <laughs> away from my mouth. It allows my head to get much lower and my behind to come up and I'm more streamlined. As a matter of fact, it really worked four weeks earlier at the Olympic trials where I broke three world records and that's the reason why I'm going to keep this mustache. And I left that training session saying to myself, you are an idiot if you want to go and shave this thing off. I mean, this is working perfectly. I didn't even realize it, that you were getting everybody so far off track. <laughs> Well, guess what? Obviously, I went and swam with the Olympic Games with this mustache, and the following year, every Russian male swimmer had a mustache. <laughs> that is... And, and guess what? The guy that got second to me, uh, excuse me, the guy that got third, uh, the bronze medal in the 100-meter yeah. freestyle, was Vladimir Bure, mm-hmm. and his son, because he was, didn't have a son and wasn't married at that time, he gets married, has a son named Pavel Bure, which is one of the greatest hockey players just behind Wayne Gretzky. So you can imagine, <laughs> eventually, one day um, at the at the Kings uh, uh, hockey game, mm-hmm. and they were playing uh, Canucks or whatever where he was on, and I'd never met him before, and there was a special arrangement that I could go back after the game and meet him. And Pavel Bure came up to me, and he says, I hate you. He says, I know who you are, and I hate you. I said, why is that? He says, because... <laughs> You're the reason that I'm a great hockey player because my father wanted me to go in the swimming pool and I decided to take it so that it was frozen water rather than liquid water. And I go, I said to him, I said, say hello to Vladimir for me, which is his father's name. And, and, and so, you see, things happen. I got a lot of stories like that. I know. I could talk to you for hours and I really would love to. I, got I probably have time for one more question even though I, I would love, this is like a million things I wrote down here and I just didn't even get to any of them. The focus, obviously, of the seven gold medals in 72 and the seven world records in, the, in that moment, which was just unbelievable. Tell me 